ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, you Break iFix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools. It's true. And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break iFix. This is an X Squad Affiliate Podcast. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Rock man, Jelly Young. Microwave! Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. My name is Nathan Ivey. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Stick to my rules, bro. Sports show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad.
Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, Maestro Styles, I'm Trey Frazier here yes, in the house, y'all. We got a good show for y'all. We're live right here on the website, www.barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Make sure y'all go there right now. Click on the live feed, click on that play button, and if you want to get in the chat room, you could click on the chat bubble, it'll take you right to the chat room. You can chop it up with us throughout the show. And also, don't forget to follow us on our social media webs on our social media sites. Uh, we got the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. And we also got the Facebook page. And we got a phone line as well. So if you want to call in the show, the number is 240-532-2718. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the folks here in the chat room real quick. Uh, we got Miss Mocha Bella first up in the X up, up, up. squad. What's going on? Uh, we got Kesey from the Kicking In with Kesey show. What up, man? Repping X squad. He's got the show on Spreaker.com also. Um, I also see the homie Fame up at Prospect. What up, fine? What's going on, man? Uh, Big Kev three hundred three. What's going what on? What up, Denver? What's going on? And the homie Melvin's up in here. What's what poppin'? up, man? Uh, Sluggo repping the X squads up, up in here. What up, squad gang? What up? What up? Uh, Victor Morrow. From the Victor Morrow podcast. What up, man? I, I listened to your little thirty-minute joint last night, homie. Uh, you you really you was really pissed off about that Dak Prescott stuff, but we're gonna talk about that a little later. And um, let me see who else is up in here. Uh, the greatest from South Central. What up, man? Also repping next squad. What's going gang, on, gang? Gang. So uh, what's what's popping? I, I see you came up in here all tired and everything. Tired, man. You know what I'm saying? We gotta keep on keep it pushing, bruh. I sleep when I'm dead, you feel me? Yeah, I hear you, man. Got to keep this grind going, man. Because, I mean, if LeBron James can open up a school... Shit, then, we ain't doing enough, man. Yeah, yeah. We ain't doing enough. This nigga opening up schools, bro. We ain't doing enough. We yeah. got to step up. Got to raise the bar. We got to step up, man. Man, shout out to LeBron, man. Look, hey, look, man. Y'all can rewind tape of me criticizing LeBron. It's strictly basketball. It's, like, for me, it's him. Mm-hmm. And it's Hove, <laughs> and her like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like it's him and it's Hove like when we talking about Bama's that's historic like historical as that's you know what I'm saying and for real LeBron might have taken it another level above yeah Hove. yeah because he got the bread you know yeah yeah right yeah. I mean they both got bread no LeBron. LeBron got bread like that's that's two different well, two you know, different breads they're on two different levels as far as you know accomplishments but. I don't no, wanna, I'm talking I don't about wanna, bread. No, I know, but I'm I'm talking about as far as money. Jay Z got you know bread. You don't have I got LeBron bread. money, Slim. Like, come on now, come on now. I don't, I, I, we no. know that. Yeah. Mm. If we we, pay, we we need to look at their portfolios. Yeah, then. yeah. We he yeah, bro. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know he sold his part of the nets. He's not uh, getting bra- Yeah, he, don't, he ain't getting brown money. Uh, he getting money. Don't get it twisted. I'm gonna say, well, and that's my money. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's getting bread. Yeah, he's, not brown money though. Um. But um, you know we, you know, shout out to LeBron. Shout out to LeBron, that. man. God, Lee, black, black excellence. Man, right I, I, I should have. I don't know why I didn't save this meme that been floating around all day about the uh, the perks mm-hmm. of um, going to that school. Popped mm-hmm. up right there for me. Free tuition, free free uniforms. They give them a bike. A, transportation. Every kid, a, a transportation within two miles. Mm-hmm. Breakfast, lunch, and a snack. Food pantries. Guaranteed tuition to the University of Akron for every student who graduates. That's fire. <laughs> That's dope. I think school is. I think school is. School is to like five o'clock. Nine to five. Yeah, something like yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine to five. Come this on, way, the come kids on, can stay after school and come on, man. You know, stay out of come trouble. Come on, Brian. Come on, you. Yeah, you killing them right now, Slim. That's yeah, man. But I, I tell you what, though, I watched the interview with him and Don Lemon. Mm-hmm. On the web, on you know the website CNN. earlier today. I didn't watch it on CNN, okay. but it was floating around on Facebook, so I had a chance to watch the interview and to just see him interact with the kids when they when they got to the classroom and all the kids gravitating to LeBron and just kind of showing us what the sneakers on the wall yeah. is supposed to resemble. Like that's fire right there. That 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 is like pure dopeness right there and to just see that man i'm just sitting here like yo like i could take i mean not just life but just the things like this podcast like this my life like i need to raise the bar like this dude is on another level he's opening schools he's got this uninterrupted network where people can voice opinions and stuff and, you know, giving people's platforms and everything. And I'm just sitting here like, yo, this is, this is really like some legendary stuff right here. Mm. Like this dude is like, I mean, you talk about African-Americans that have impact in this country, like in the history of this country. Yeah. You think about Malcolm X Muhammad Ali, Dr. King, yeah. Barack. I wouldn't mind putting LeBron James in that conversation, man. Yeah, nah, I'm with you. I, I, I'm with you. I wouldn't. I would I'm not mind you. putting them there, man. I'm with you, man. You know, and, and we, you know, you talked about Jay Z and all that, and yeah, I mean, uh, Oprah, Oprah, another yeah. name you could throw in there. I mean, all time powerful. It, but damn it, this word. for LeBron, man. Word. Black power, black excellence, man. Um, I, I and and not to you know let him have his moment, but we should also shout out Diddy who did the same. You know who also did up this, in Harlem, yeah. Right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely, definitely LeBron, man. Hey, man, keep raising the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, from my little, I, from my little platform to to yours, man. Keep doing the damn thing. Yes, sir. Um, and yes, sir. And my criticism will st- will continue. <laughs> basketball wise, but basketball. Well, basketball I mean, unless you do some. I mean, come on now. Yeah, unless you slip up. Then you do some wild shit. We gotta call him out. But let's. But but I definitely want to praise him while he. You know, when he doing some solid a one ninety two plus eight type shit. Yep. 
you got you got to let him have it, man. And he uh, he, he did that. Oh yeah, he did definitely, that, man. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Hey, just a reminder, and we'll we'll get back to the topic of kind of black excellence since we we brought up LeBron. I uh, wanted to remind everybody that uh, we got a homeboy named Rick Curdy who was on our show earlier this ago. year, mm-hmm. about a few months ago. Um, he is the founder of the Charlotte Bats Grassroots Movement, which is a movement created to lure an, uh, I'm about to say NBA, they already got NBA, uh, Major League Baseball franchise to lure them to um, Charlotte, to the city of Charlotte. So we're going to have him on in like 20 minutes to have him talk about some comments that was made by uh, the commissioner, um, Rob Manfred, I, or Fred Manfred, I'm sorry. We got a call. What we got a call. call. What's up? Hey, how y'all doing? It's Fane. What up, Fane? What's up, man? Oh, not much. You know, coming to you live and direct from the Republic of Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. Yeah. I just want to, uh, you know, shout out LeBron. You know, I mean, he's getting a lot of pub for it. I mean, no, let's not get it twisted. Like you said, Diddy and... Uh, Jalen Rose, mm-hmm. a couple other people uh, opened schools too, but I don't think they opened it to the. I think, I think LeBron. Yeah, it's something else. He's giving the kids college and free transportation, unis, all that stuff. Yeah, yep. You know, it's so props to him for that. Yeah. But what I called for was to answer the question before I get too busy and can't listen to the show. Um, that Prescott is not cooning. Let's cut that noise right now. Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. not cooning. You know, one, he is the franchise quarterback. He is the face of the Dallas Cowboys right now. He has to toe the company line. Mm. So it, it sounded like it might have been something that, 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 that they discussed with him before he go like free go out this press conference and say that about about uh, kneeling and whatnot. Now he could have easily said no comment, yeah. you know, like that. But he's the you know they're, they're in they're they're in the heart of Texas, Republican country. You know, this, this is what Jerry Jones is going to uh, have as his edict. You cannot kneel because why? You know, what do you, what do you expect out of people from Texas? Mm. You know, in every city in Texas except probably Houston, because, you know, they call it the blue dot in the red state, you know, but, but he ain't cooning. And, and plus, you need to remember this about Dak. He's biracial. Mm. He's biracial, grew up with his white mom. I, you know, I, you know, I, I I've never been to uh, to Be More, we all at now, the DMV area. But, you know, whether I was in New York, uh, when I lived in New York, Oklahoma, Kentucky, wherever, even the dirtiest, trashiest, nastiest white women with, with, with black accents and gold teeth and, and just trifling, trashiest white women with black kids. You know, they have five black kids by four dudes. Mm-hmm. They still respect white institutions. Yeah. And she's going to steal that in her kids. So what would you so say? I, I, what would you well, say to? Um, hold on, I'm trying to. Uh, nope, I'm trying to trying to decline. You're trying to call. decline without trying to hang <laughs> up the hang fame. Up right. <laughs> <laughs> I would have spent a call to come in. But um, what would you say to uh, people who um, who's who obviously dis who people who disagree, but re- disagree with the comment of you know well. You know, we got our, we got our, you know, we got our rights. We got our rights, and that that Prescott may be speaking to, um, that that Dak Prescott is, you know, on, 
the Jerry Jones's side as as opposed to take you know in the in the scheme of taking out rights like you don't I mean what what would you say to that um, to that comment or two people who feel that way? That's funny that you asked that because I do have a little bit of a legal background. Mm-hmm. Not a lawyer, but I have a legal background. I've seen it from both sides. You know the the, the lawyer side and the criminal defense side. Mm-hmm. You understand? You do not. You know you have free speech, but there's there is a there is a, a precedent in in the federal courts that clearly says free speech is not static across all contacts. Yeah, you know a, a dude in prison has very limited speech rights. Mm-hmm. A person in the park, you know, just going out there talking greasy about Trump, Bush, Obama, whoever, yeah. he can say pretty much whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. But when you're when you're an employee, your right to free speech stops at your employer's door. Mm. Yeah, and this is a law. This is why you never. This is why you haven't seen any prominent lawyers across the country come out and say the, the players should be blah 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 because they know it's the law. You know, as an employee, you do not have the right to free speech. Mm. You must. I mean, I mean that's why it's called a paycheck. They paying you to stay in check. <laughs> Shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, you know, I mean, what's a boss? What it is. I, I, <laughs> hey man, I, look, I'm listening, man. I'm, I'm taking in the information, my I'm brother. Nah, I'm you ain't got to, You ain't got backpedal over here, bro. You ain't got well, backpedal. Fame, I ain't you kinda, I'm keeping it a buck. Nah, I, I hear you, fame. Buck. I hear you, fame. I'm gonna be called 400 coons and all this when I get off the phone, and that's great. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But you can't dispute the facts. No prominent lawyer has come out of all them stations, Fox, ESPN. They all have legal analysts. Roger Kosak, this guy, that this woman. None of them have come out and said the players are being shafted because they're not. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just keeping it a buck. Now, you can fight it if you want. Yeah. At this point, if you ask me, if the players want to protest, they have to walk off the field, make the NFL have to do some make goods with the advertisers, you know, have a game canceled to let people know we're serious about this. Yeah. We yeah, want to yeah. be able to do this. Yep. Yeah. At but this I, point, just, just, just fussing about it, you're not getting nothing done. Mm. Yeah, that's a bar. Yeah, I, I've been, I've been I, saying for a while, you, you have to – it's the stars that's got to, you know, take a stand. And if they can protest the game itself and not elect to not play the game at all, then you're actually making something happen. You're actually giving the owners, the networks, and other people that are making money off of football something to respond to. Right. Now, check this out. You guys, I, I know a little bit of how Spreaker works. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys basically, you're your own entrepreneurs of your own show, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, ain't, I, ain't got, I ain't got, ain't exactly. nobody got no notice yet. And you know, you know, I talk greasy. I ain't got no notice yet. You you talk greasy, but you ain't never threatened nobody. You, you, Spreaker finds out you're threatening people, you guys are going to get warned and then be off the air. Oh, really? Shit, well, I, might, yeah, I might need to you, challenge that. I, I just ain't, I just ain't never I, felt the need to threaten nobody. We need, but, to, thre- we need to threaten yeah, somebody I'm, to I'm test that saying, thing. I, I'm just saying. I'm no, just no, I got you. Example. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, I, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, free speech. You know, there, there's, 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 there's tenets to it. To, uh, you know, at every level. You know, you can't use fighting words to somebody's face. You can say what you want over the phone or an email, almost. But you better not use fighting words. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you can't threaten nobody's livelihood or anything like that. So, I don't know. I see a lot of so that, that in the chat. Well, the chat room, that, that's, that's user generated. I guess that's yeah. different. That's different. Yeah, chat room. I, I, see, well, a, yeah, I see a lot of that. That's different, yeah. you know, but that's yeah, the wild, you wild have West. the basic right to free speech to redress the government, 
But like I said, you know, if you're an employee, somebody's handing you a check, you do not, you know, put, just put it like this. All these people who think that Colony McCool, go to your day job yeah. and protest whatever it That's, is, yeah. animal rights, yeah. civil rights, women's rights, whatever it is. And let's see if you're employed tomorrow. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's, let's just keep it a buck. Let's see if you're employed tomorrow. Yeah, no, no, I respect that. Well, you, you definitely put a different uh, perspective out there, Fame. Um, you you, you kind of jumped the gun a little bit because we, we were going to get to the Cowboys as a whole just a little later in the show because no, I know this is going to be an extensive well, we conversation. Might well, well, we might as well extend it. Well, because I, I, I know we got Rick coming on well, let's in like that. 10 let's, minutes. And oh, then, I know he was here. All right, well, we got to put it. Let's, let's nip it in the bud then. Uh, we, can do, we can do it in 10 minutes. In 10? Yeah. We can yeah. do it in 10 minutes. Well, well, here's my thing, and I'll, hey, can we? Hey, uh, appreciate you, man. Let's, let's get let's get him, and we can discuss. Yeah, yeah, all right, appreciate yeah. you, bro. Be safe, y'all. All right, all, all, right. all right. Yeah, so you know, let's let me um let me address Jerry Jones first because okay. um you know because he's yapping his mouth um while the NFL and the Players Association are trying to renegotiate something to put this new mm-hmm. policy together because they've reneged on the original rule and so now they're getting the players association involved so jerry comes out and says look you know my players the dallas cowboys yeah i don't care what the pa and the league does regardless my cowboys are going to stand for the anthem and mm-hmm. if they don't stand the you know, they're, they're not gonna play yeah. we're gonna kick them off the team whatever and then a side note he decides, let me get Papa John's up in here, and then, you know, yeah. we're we going to form this relationship <laughs> after the stuff that Papa John's has been embroiled in with all that. So um, so I, I got a big problem with Jerry Jones and his son, for that matter, because he kind of echoed his dad's sentiments, you know, sure. sentiments and all that. So I got a big, big problem with the hierarchy of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, is Was Dak Prescott cooning? Um, I'm gonna defend Dak Prescott. Yeah, in yeah, this situation, I am too, actually. I'm gonna defend Pre- Dak Prescott, and I'm gonna read some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this was some stuff from Twitter. Um, obviously, he was trending. Was it Friday? Yeah. I think it was Friday. He was trending, and the dude was taking a beating on, on Twitter. As and, he should, you know. Well, yeah, he and, should be taking a beating. And, and, and let's be clear, I'm on. I, I agree with. I don't. I um, I agree with what he said, but he should be catching smoke with for it. Um, I'm not sure he should be catching smoke, and and this is one and this is one of those situations when you go on Twitter and you see a guy's name trending, you're looking at clickbait, you're looking at articles and stuff, and you see one quote, mm-hmm. and everybody just goes off that one quote, yeah, and and, and just starts to sound off. So, me, myself, I said, you know what, let me read. And then they also had video because he had the press conference and stuff. So, I, I watched the press conference and I um, read the quotes in the article. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, he pretty much said, I never protested on the anthem and I don't think that's the time or the venue. Right. Now, I, dis- I can have a disagreement with him as far as it being inappropriate because his, his also his words was he thought it was inappropriate um, it was an inappropriate time to to protest. Uh, to, to protest. Mm-hmm. So I, I disagree with that statement. How, however, though, the backlash is that he's taking shots at the people like Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed, 
uh, some of the players on the Dolphins and anybody who that kneeled. Oh, that oh the that you know basically Twitter per, like Twitter, drawing, drawing those inferences because yeah, right, and that's not Twitter. Took that's not that what he shot, said, and that's not what he said. Yeah, he said to himself that it is that's an inappropriate time. for him. That it's not the right time for him. Well, the, well if to I read the, if I read the quote right, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. he didn't say for him. He said it's an inappropriate time. Period. Now, but, but he didn't call out anybody. No, he didn't. But people drew from that. People drew from that. So, which, it, which that's a fair, which that that's a fair conclusion. I'm again, he should be catching the smoke. Call it what up? Who we got, Kesey? Yes, it is. What's up, man? What, up, man? what you what you got What's to say? Where the smoke, there's fire. Yes, man. indeed. All right. So, yes, he's cooling, man. You, just like my cousin said in the chat, I'm a slug, there ain't no in-between on this issue here. Either you're with us or you're against us. It ain't about the anthem. It's about the mistreatment of African Americans, mm-hmm. of black people. So Kaepernick is the one who actually did kneel and use that sign for what he did. They blew this thing out of proportion. You got the owners who went with this whole thing. You got Trump who said people disrespecting patriotism and all that other stuff, disrespecting the flag, et cetera, et cetera. So now it's out here, and now this is the symbol. This is the one action that is you're with us or against us. And so the owners are like, okay, you are not going to kneel because we got the power, we got the money, and you play for us. So that's pretty much what they're doing. So it's these players who have the action where they don't have to go with this. They may have to, you know, saying suffer a little bit, may have to lose a little bit of money, may have to lose an endorsement, may have to lose a fan. You know what I'm saying? But it's a sacrifice. It takes a sacrifice to go do this. You know what I'm saying? So that is playing the middle of the row. He ain't even playing the middle row. He's all the way on the side. He's in the Jerry Jones. So, yes, it's cool. It's not in the middle of the road. He's not like, yeah, um, I know we got these issues and this and this. Well, actually, he is saying that. He, he does recognize that we have issues. But on the other side, he's not taking a stand. And he's also speaking up against those who do take a stand. I disagree. So he's in the way. He's in the way. I, I, dis- you disagree? Yeah, I, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. We I, I, we would love to argue with you, but we did agree that we was going to try to keep this to ten minutes. Appreciate your call, though. <laughs> I ain't need ten minutes, man. No, I no, I, I can't argue with you for ten minutes, man. I want you <laughs> yeah. don't never well, call in, and then all of a sudden you want to call hey, in and argue. Hold on, man. Well, no, nah, this is good though. But but Casey, let me let, no. me let me just jump in here. Hey, for a let's minute. hold on. Be clear. If we about to, let me know if we about to argue because we could don't 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 just say. That don't tell on me on the air. We got ten minutes for courtesy, so we ain't really want to do this, and then we argue for twenty minutes. Uh, well, I mean, KC called in, and so you know, now we now we we gotta get this smoke. We gotta uh, we gotta give okay. him the smoke. But but listen, this this is what, and and this is the this is the problem that I have. KC, you folks. got Trey in rare form. This is this is the problem that I have with folks, you know, on social media that you know, and I'm not saying this is you, KC, but for folks out there that react off of one quote the guy was not talking about other people that was kneeling he was referring to himself as saying that he wasn't going to kneel 
And here's what he also said. He also said, I respect what all those guys believe in. If they believe it's going to make a change and it's going to make a difference, then power to them. But for me, I believe in doing something as far as action goes. It's not about taking a knee. It's not necessarily about standing. We can find a different place to make our country better. And obviously, I'm not naive and I'm very aware of the injustice that we have going on. But I'm about the actions that we can do to fix it rather than the silent protests. So, Maestro, so we've had this conversation, you know, months ago about the quote unquote, the end game, because we bought the awareness of social injustice, police brutality, mm -hmm. um, you know, things that harper the you know black community. We talked mm -hmm. about this stuff. Mm -hmm. The awareness is out there now. Okay. What, now the end game. We we had this conversation. What what is the end game? All we right. talked about what the Detroit Lions did, mm -hmm. bringing the two players together and the owner saying, "Hey, look, I'm going to donate we'll some, money some money to your to chill. your cause. Please chill. Yeah, please chill out. Yeah. You know, there that was right. that was an end game situation." Mm -hmm. Dak Prescott is just basically saying, hey, listen, the awareness is out there already. Let's go ahead and let's, you know, do something about this. Let's take I, some action now. I don't think he's saying that. But here's where I stand. Well, <laughs> I give you, I'm about to say, Keith, let me give you a chance to rebuttal, um, rebuttal Trey, because y'all have the disagreement. So here's the issue here. The issue is, okay, he can go with those actions. But now it's, like you said, the end game. Where is he going at the at the end of all this? If he's if he opens up some kind of nonprofit that now goes in and 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 and, and funds those families who have been mistreated or something, you know, along the lines of some action, whether than him talking about it, but now him putting money and 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 actually doing something, then I can say, okay, if you want to stand for the national anthem, that's fine, or, or not take a knee, mm -hmm. he's doing this. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of right. like the LeBron thing with him opening that school. That's okay. action. So right. he can talk about this shit, but until action goes down, it's invalid. Mm. Well, I mean, you, we expect Dak Prescott to open a school tomorrow? I mean, is that what we're looking for? He's I, mean, get a, I mean, get a man some time. I mean, the dude is the dude is in his third year in the NFL. The dude is on a rookie contract. The dude's it getting like $600,000 a year. The dude ain't got bread like when Kaepernick did it. What? Kaepernick was on his second contract. This dude is on his rookie contract. Maybe, maybe, to, maybe, when he, maybe when he gets his second contract, maybe that's when it's the appropriate time. We don't know that. Why are we jumping down takes, this man's throat for? It takes $10 for action. You ain't got to have a whole lot. I didn't say open a school. I said going to action. I could say $5 and going to action. I can put money in whatever. With however much I got, okay, it's all relative to what you're working with. Yeah, okay. So let's so, so let's give. Action, but I don't know what he does. I can't really judge him on what he's doing. And that's my point. I'm just saying, if you're out there and you're going to talk about something, then also talk about what you're doing with your money. You're going to talk about that, then go ahead and and say, okay, well, you know what? I just gave one thousand dollars relative to his money to the Action Network or whatever. So you know what I'm saying? Say so something else that contradicts. Say something else that supports what you're saying. So now you got this one line that comes out that's got super sensationalized. Go ahead and say what you've done, not what you believe in. So, so what I think I hear you saying is, is that you would had rather him say, or in addition to him saying he doesn't believe this is an appropriate time, you would uh, also would have had liked him to say, look, it's not the appropriate. This is not the appropriate time. I'm also doing this 
and this and this and and I feel like this this is my contribution to the cause as opposed to having to kneel during the national anthem. Yes. Or or not saying nothing at all. I've I've heard that being thrown around well, that I, I, he shouldn't have said nothing. I'm I'm okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. fine. If yeah, if you I, think I, we're gonna say agree nothing, on that. that's okay. Okay. All right, Keith. We're gonna agree with that. Appreciate you. Yeah. All yep. right, all right. Yep, yep. KC from the Kicking In with KC show. But, yeah. but well, if I could get my my opinion, yeah. I, I wanted to make sure that y'all got y'all go got y'all, y'all y'all issue out. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So for me, um, here's the thing. Dak Prescott is absolutely right in saying that um that the foot the next kneeling for the national anthem isn't the appropriate time. To pro, you know, the, for their cause, but that is the definition of an efficient protest. The when it's def- inappropriate, when it's when it's not when when it bothers people, when it's in their way, when mm-hmm. it's when it's see the thing. So so he's right in what he's saying, and um, and 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 let's let's be let's. I I think it's important to highlight that the statement he made mm-hmm. was true, mm-hmm. and um. And, and and I think that takes a little bit of that 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 should I think for anybody where you know that should give a you know it take a little that should take a little bit of heat off he was um I think why he should get the smoke is because um and I don't think he said that knowing that with his with, with he you know with my thinking I right. think he said it in in the way you guys are reacting as far as you know how dare he say you know how dare he speak against Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed and those protests, right? Because which I don't believe he was doing that. Well, I don't think he intended to, mm-hmm. but I think, he, but he definitely did. Uh, in my opinion, he definitely okay. said. I don't think he did, but not, that's that's again, your opinion. Mm-hmm. Again, intention wise, I don't think he did. I don't right. think he meant to come out there and slander anybody, right? But if you're saying people shouldn't be doing it mm-hmm. in the sense of that's wrong, right? Then yeah, you're saying what Colin Kaepernick is doing is wrong. What, what Eric Reed is doing is wrong. What, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just, just have you know, just by definition, I right. think. But he also backed up, and 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 it's important that we categorize everything that Prescott said. He backed it up with saying that he respected what those guys believed in, and he also brought up. He even said in the press conference he mentioned social injustice. He mentioned that he was aware of the stuff. It's but, not like he was oblivious to what was going on. It's not like he was oblivious to why Colin Kaepernick took the knee in the first place. But it's but it's, for me, it, that's more of a reason why um, he he should be catching the smoke because you you are very clear on what's going on. You're very clear of what's going on mm-hmm. in this. Um, you know, in this climate, yep. you're very clear on what's. You're, you're very clear. You, you, like you said, he's very clearly addressed that he's aware of the issues. Yes, but you can't make those types of statements when you have the platform to say everything you need to say mm-hmm. and clearly um, articulate mm-hmm. what you're trying to say. You can't really make those mistakes in your articulation because these things are these miss. These mis, uh, misunderstandings mm-hmm. are going to happen because that's if you just because I didn't I didn't hear the rest of those comments either. Right. But you reading it to me, I would I, when I was listening to you reading, I was like, yeah, that sounded like he was taking a shot at Kaepernick, and I, I just wanted you to finish. I didn't want to cut you off. Uh-huh. It sounded like he was again. 
Do I think he did it on purpose? Mm-hmm. No. But whether he likes it or not, I can see Colin Kaepernick taking offense to that. I can see Eric Reed taking offense to that. Which was the comment? The did comment you? when he's the comment with him with him saying that um, it's wrong. Basically, that it was wrong. That it was inappropriate. That it was inappropriate. Okay. And and his definition of inappropriate being mm-hmm. not my definition of inappropriate. Yeah, I took it as he was talking about himself. But I did say that I, I disagree in general that um, it's inappropriate for a protest. There's no... This protest should... You should... And the most inappropriate... To most me, there's no such thing. As it, whether it's appropriate or inappropriate, that's what the protest well, is about. Yeah, that's what I disagree with Dak about. But if he's referring to himself, then I can I can understand him saying, that's "Look, not, it's not it's not inappropriate for what me." What he should have said is, "Is not for me." I I agree, and he totally agree with that. And he didn't say that. And he didn't say it's that. It's not for me. I would yep. I would prefer to do it this way, and um. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. This is what I choose to do to uplift my culture. That would have been fire. Right. No, no, no must, no fuss. But the fact that he said that it was inappropriate and pe- the way that people, mm-hmm. um, you know, process, process information. Yeah. Is he- saying like, oh, you're not supposed to be doing that. And mm-hmm. it then with the way Jerry Jones is talking about, mm-hmm. you know, how he feel about, you know, protesting. Yeah, and I it's like sit down because he's. Let's be clear, Jerry Jones is taking this real sit down boy approach. Yes, and no it seems with Dak Prescott having the 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 persona of the the good guy that doesn't right. really get into a whole bunch of nothing. He just you know goes in, plays his game, and yeah. goes home, and he kisses his white mother at home. You know what I'm saying? It right. seems like he just. He's playing to sit down. That's how people, and that's why he deserves the smoke. And, and and it's sad. It's that his his you know his background mm-hmm. is what's kind of connotating this smoke. But you got to understand in your situation, being aware of your situation, it's mm-hmm. just certain things that you, being the public figure you are, it's just certain things that you have to be very clear and articulate about. Because if you're not. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen, and this is just another part of the game as far as, far as the smoke. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think he's cooning. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, yeah. I don't think he's cooning. I, don't I think, think he is either. I think that mm-hmm. um, I think that he, I think he don't want the smoke with you know people. That's you know that's a and and you know what y'all. There are other ways to protest. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 that's just the truth. There, he's, there he's right, are, he's right about that. There are other ways to protest. He's right about that. Um, and and that's why he should have said that that way. The way that you know Jarrell Casey's doing, the way the folks in Miami, the way they're doing it is mm-hmm. not for me. Yeah. And props to them and shouts to them for them following their the way they think it should happen. Yeah. But the way I think it should happen is I'm out here doing this and I'm out here doing that. You know what I'm saying? If you if you follow my IG, you see I'm doing this. You follow my, you know, that way, and that's right. my approach. Um, what I what I would say to everybody listening is that um, I tell you what, if he's contributing and making an attempt to contribute to the community, mm-hmm. if we know that, and we, and obviously we don't, I don't know, you don't know, and and Casey No Fame knows, um, if he is 
he's better with us than he is against us. And and mm-hmm. and, 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 and and you know what I'm saying? It, right. even, even if he's not doing it the way that we would do it, right. he's better with us than he is against us. Um I think he's the biggest player to come out and address this situation so far. Um so far as far as going the other way, yes. Mm-hmm. So far as going the other way, yes. Yeah. But I, what I will say about the smoke that's coming from social media towards Dak Prescott, I kind of felt like his comments was sort of the last straw to what was going on with the Cowboys. As a everybody's whole. angry because about everybody's angry. Everybody's at angry about that. Everybody's angry at Stephen Jones. Everybody's upset that they reneged this rule, and now Jerry won't shut the hell up. He's going around, you know, hey, I'm going to do what I want to hey, do. Hey, man, Jerry Jones starting to like the Trump of the NFL, bro. And he's, yeah. and He's, he's starting to like the Trump of the NFL, bro. And, and he's pissing people off. He's pissing Cowboy fans off. He's pissing fans off in, in general as a whole. And and I just think the Dak thing just was kind of the last straw maybe for some people. And maybe Dak ain't the one to take the nail. Maybe it should be Ezekiel Elliott. Well, like I said, and I, I hate to use money in this conversation, but let's be real about this. When Colin Kaepernick took the knee, Colin Kaepernick was getting paid $14, $15 million and yeah, a year. And, 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 but that... Sh- it, and, no, it shouldn't. Yeah, and, but, and, but, but it is. We have to talk about this yeah. because these are two different players under two different situations. Kaepernick was in his, what, fifth or sixth year. Mm-hmm. Dak is in his third, third. year. On a rookie contract that's only paying them half a million dollars per I mean, year. Can we not say only though? Uh, let's be clear. Can we not say only? I'm, I'm yeah, just talking about yeah. the contract to play for the Cowboys. Yeah. I don't know about endorsements. No, 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 and all no, 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 no. I'm just saying that if that's all the money he got, if he only got paid mm-hmm. a half a million dollars, mm-hmm. that's enough money to live your life, to live a life. I'm sorry, a comfortable it's life. A, it's enough to live a life. Maybe he doesn't feel like it's enough to live his life, and not just his life. Let's remember, he's got family. Yeah, that's that's counting on him. I don't know look, if he's got kids or not, but I do know he's got parents. I know he wants to put them in a better situation. Thousand dollars. If 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 he, it's us, yes, sure. it's no, no, enough. No, 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 no. If it's, it's for anybody, let's be clear, for yeah. anybody. But yeah. if he wanted to, if he if if he did, if in his heart of hearts mm-hmm. he feel like he should kneel, mm-hmm. and he's not kneeling because of the money, mm-hmm. then he should be kneeling. Because five hundred thousand dollars a year is enough money to it's live enough. to live off of. Right. That that if he's not kneeling because he feels like there's other ways he could utilize his resources, then doing that, mm-hmm. then fine. You know what I'm saying? I, I, right. I for again for me, he he was better served just saying that. Shout out to everybody that's taken that route because that's also very effective and we could tell by how people are acting that it's very effective yep. but that's just not the way I want to do things there there and and, and I, I, I you know there are there are resistors <laughs> and there are in uh I think there's the term is resistors and engagers I think that's the term uh-huh. resistors and engagers where basically there are people who try to work in cahoots with the oppressor, and then there's people who just flat out resist. Like yep. they, the the comparison I always hear is Martin and Malcolm. Like Martin tried to talk to the people, right? The very people who were oppressing them, and Malcolm was like, "Nah, we we can't roll that way." Right? Engages in resistance. So the way we deal with oppression historically, there's always two sides of the coin, mm-hmm. but we do need each other. So us to be sitting here trying to 
you know, he didn't say, you know, fuck the protest and, 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 you yeah, know, he, she, he, he didn't, didn't say really that. that. Yeah. He just said, or at least what he was trying to say, I think, was that's not for him. That's not what I'm going to do. Right. And I think he also was trying to say, I want, I want to help with the end game to this, which is why I read the comments after he talked about not kneeling, because I think that's important when it, when it comes to something like this, because we all want to see action, just like Dak wants to see action. We all want to see action. So I'm not going to close the book on Dak Prescott as far as I don't think how he is. feels. And, 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 and I know you're trying to put a, a, a button on the conversation, and I'm, yep. uh, but... <laughs> A lot of these people that that's upset and all that, yeah. they're going to be over next week. Yeah. I mean, Sorry. Look, look at the guy's Instagram account. I mean, he's <laughs> got comments. Like, he, like um, I, I saw this today on Dak's Instagram. He posted a picture of LeBron with the school and all those points that you were just reading yeah. earlier. And he circled the word action on it and says, yeah, he was saying action in bold words as yeah. if, yeah, you know, this is... You know, this is how we do, proud of you, things like that. And even Katz was criticizing him for even putting the picture up saying, look, bro, like you, you, you ain't doing this. And I'm just like, yo, like, can you give the dude some time here? I mean, the dude is just starting his professional career here. I mean, when we look back at this 10 years from now and he opens up a gym, a school or whatever, a health clinic, whatever, you know, in, in these urban Neighborhoods that needs it the most. When we look back on this thing, we're, we're probably just gonna laugh about it. If I mean, if he carries this action, I don't even know. Let, let, like, let's, just, let's just let's we, just we look. just gonna be like, oh, that's a moment that happened, and right. you know what I'm saying. So it's like, come on, y'all, come right. on, like 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 you know, I, I let's 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 watch actions. Let's let's see what he's doing. Let's let's call to the carpet what he's doing, and if he's doing something that's. Um, uplifting our community. Um, leave that man alone. Everybody don't got to protest the same exact way. Nope, they don't. Yeah. They they do not. But yeah. I, I just I, I want to make sure that when we talked about Dak, that we talked about everything and not just that one quote. Yeah, the everything that he said in that conference. Yeah. You know, because he he deserves that at least. Yeah, in in, in that That's respect. True. Um, Mocha Bella is trying to be our engineer, appreciate our you. producer, whatever. But... Right, we need you, Mocha. <laughs> we need you, girl. But yeah, do I, I do want to give a shout out to some folks in the chat room here. So I see Jungle Brother in here. What up, man? I see RC. Yes, sir. I see the homie Chief Rocker jersey. What up, man? man? I see Jelani from the Wait a Minute what Show. What up, man? Um, I saw Miss Tiffany Sports and Heels. What up? What What's up? What's going on? Um, I thought I saw somebody else, uh, greatest from South. I already gave uh, yeah. South Central a shout out. I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think I covered everybody there. So you know, we like to look out for our people. If we missed you, let me know. We yeah, we're you. getting embroiled in this Dak. I, I, I was trying to hold off until after we talked to Rick nah, about man. this, but fame kind of you know blew the door open. So we, we just had to you know get right into it. So um, we're gonna take a break here, and when we come back, we're gonna have Rick Curdy who is the founder of the Charlotte Bats grassroots movement on to talk about a potential expansion baseball team coming to the city of Charlotte. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier. We'll be right back. It's your world, girly girl. If you want wisdom, comedy, romance, good music with the down-home Georgia flesh, you need to lock in every week. You will be telling your friends and family about your girl, 
my girl, girly girl, X Squad affiliates. Every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's all about the praise. It's Sunday morning inspiration on Spreaker.com and iHeartRadio. What's up, everybody? This is Ben from the BS3 Sports Show. And if you're looking for a different type of show, something different that you haven't heard before, check out the BS3 Sports Show every Saturday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on 2LiveStewsRadio.com. Great guests, great music. You never know who will be on the show. So check it out, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, on 2LiveStewsRadio.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with 2 Live Stews Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. Yo, what's good? This is Trey. All right, y'all. Sorry about that, folks. We're back in the house, y'all. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. It's Maestro Styles. I'm Trey Frazier yes, here sir, in the yes, house, sir. y'all. Um, you want to call in the show, the number is 240-532-2718. Um, I got my guy on here, Rick Curdy, who is the founder of the Charlotte Bats Grassroots Movement. Uh, we had him on a few months ago, and we want to bring him back on to discuss um, some news that the commissioner of baseball had broken during a press conference. So, uh, Rick, you there? I'm here. How you doing? We're doing good, man. How's it going? Oh, it's going great, guys. Going wonderful. Great, great, great. So, um, so for my listeners, um, I, I want to get your thoughts on how you guys reacted when the commissioner of uh, Major League Baseball came out and threw the city of Charlotte out there as a potential landing spot for a new expansion franchise. Very excited. You know, this just uh, solidified what we've been doing for so long, that Charlotte is a major league city, and we already got football and basketball, and we're growing every single day. And when you hear from the commissioner of major league baseball about wanting to expand and then mentioning Charlotte for, like, the third time in, like, in the last couple of years, he's been mentioning this all the time. It's just it just solidifies it and just makes us work harder in that we're not crazy after all. <laughs> hey, that's hey. what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, so I I did read your interview with I think that was Spectrum News. It was it was yeah. an article on uh, on a website there. Uh, I think it was Spectrum, and I I read your interview when it, it sounded to me like you were very excited about the opportunity and the news that. Um, that baseball could be potentially coming to your city. Oh yeah, I mean definitely. I mean, I'm just very surprised. Not surprised, but I think some people were surprised. And they would contact me and say, "Hey, did you hear the commissioner?" I said, "Yep." Mentioned Charlotte again. I know. 
And so people are now are kind of like, wow, maybe this can happen because we've been rumored for so long to get a major league baseball team from some owner and then eventually it's, oh no, he just wanted a new stadium. But what makes it so different is that the commissioner of Major League Baseball said Charlotte would be a viable market for Major League Baseball expansion. And when you hear from the boss of Major League Baseball about Charlotte, you know that this is real and, and that eventually we will expand. Hey, uh, Curry, uh, this is my show. Um, can you, uh, just for some of the listeners who may have not uh, been here for the last episode, can you basically uh, just give us an overview of uh, what you're doing with the uh, with the grassroots movement and the website? Sure. Um, we started this um, maybe like five, six years ago, and it was a grassroots movement to bring MLB to Charlotte. All I did was just go on Facebook, start a page called Let's Bring MLB to Charlotte. We're close to 19,000 likes right now. And just ask people in North Carolina, Charlotte is anywhere, can Charlotte get Major League Baseball? And, and the people resoundingly said yes. And so we've been working hard on it. We've been doing interviews. We're going to come out with some more merchandise. we got some four screen fitted hats and black hats and get some more apparel coming down there. And it's just been growing. People are excited to see this. People want to see this. I hear from people outside of North Carolina that say Charlotte would be such a great city for expansion. And so we just be plugging away every single day. And I um, just want to thank everybody and thank all the networks and the media for picking up on our story. I know they're excited as well. Absolutely. So, Rick, I'm going to get your take on this because I hear a lot of people say that the league should just stick to 30 teams and maybe relocate the Tampa Bay Rays or the Oakland A's, and then I hear about expansion to 32 teams. If you had it your way, how would you go about um, getting a team to Charlotte? Would you prefer another team relocate, or would you prefer the expansion? Probably expansion. People I've talked to about it would love to see expansion, but, you know, I agree with Tampa and Oakland. They need to go. I mean, Tampa's a great city, but they just they can't support Major League Baseball. I mean, they can't. I'm just, I'm just being honest out there. They're actually playing St. Petersburg. They've had the worst attendance at all of Major League Baseball for the past six, seven years in a row. And the only thing keeping them going is um, their TV deal. they got a really good TV deal. Right. And Oakland's a great place, but, I mean, the Warriors are leaving San Francisco. The Raiders are leaving to Las Vegas. They've been trying to get in these stadium forever. They keep adding on and adding on for for the Raiders, and now we find out they're moving to Las Vegas. If I was a commissioner, I would just move Tampa to Charlotte, move Port, uh, Oakland to Portland, and then probably expand with Montreal because Montreal's coming back, mm-hmm. and probably Vancouver because they would like to see more another another team in Canada make it more global. I think Vancouver would probably be a better for MLB rather than Mexico City. So that's my opinion. That's what I would like to do. But people I've talked to, the fans I've talked to, said we would love to see an expansion team. So we'll see what happens. So in terms of an expansion, um, Charlotte is obviously your first choice. What would the second expansion team be in your mind? Well, it's definitely going to be Montreal will be the first. They'll be the 31st team. Mm -hmm. I'm confident Charlotte will be the 32nd team. It's, it's already set in stone. Montreal's coming back. I tell people, oh, no, they're already here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they want to see them come back. They want to make it more global. And they're really pushing it. And they're, gonna, they're coming back. So 
We'll see her the 32nd. I'm confident it's Portland. Uh, I'm confident it's Charlotte, but Florida's making a push. I know um, there's this movement going on there that Russell Wilson, uh, the quarterback of the Seahawks, is part of. And so they're pushing to bring the Major League Baseball team to Portland. But then you mentioned Nashville, and they've really been picking up some schemes, a lot like Charlotte, growing like crazy. Yep. And then Vancouver. Vancouver is another, I think Vancouver is an excellent, excellent spot for Major League Baseball. So there's a lot of cities there. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing. I mean, I mean, you have Oklahoma that he has on his list, and New Jersey. And Las Vegas, or another one making a big push. I was going to say Las Vegas was on that list, too. Yeah, they're really making a big push. And uh, I think with the success of the Golden Knights, which was yep. astounding. Um, and now the Raiders are coming. Um, a lot of great cities. He actually said, too, that, you know, we're lucky because we have a lot of, lot of cities that are viable markets for news and baseball expansion. I agree. It's, it's, it's a really... Really good, impressive list. Um, very, very honored to be on it and to see what happens. So let me ask you, uh, Rick. Um, so before, who are you a fan of now in baseball? Well, I grew up in Los Angeles, so I'm a Dodger fan. Okay. Um, they got off to a slow start, but now they're really doing really well. I keep hearing these rumors that Bryce Harper might be going to Los Angeles because now the, the Nationals have pretty much told people that we're going to probably trade him away since mm-hmm. he doesn't, doesn't look like he wants to sign back with him. So yeah. I, I think that's very interesting. So I've heard rumors he might go to the Yankees. I think they're the Yankees, in my opinion. But I would love, I would I love that. As a Yankees yeah, fan, I, mean, I would love I mean, that. You got that short porch. You got that short porch in right field. He'll 50 homers a year. Yep. yep. And, um, and they got the money, and there's no salary cap in baseball. Um, and people say, oh, not the Yankees again. Well, they got the money. I mean, if this is not like basketball. It's not like football where they have a salary cap. They can spend as much money as they want. He's probably going to get like $400 million, like a 10-year deal, something like that. That'd be ginormous. And so I think he'll go to the Yankees, but we'll, we'll see what, what happens to him. I heard he might want to go to the Cubs. Who knows? But I'm a Dodger fan. I love the Dodgers, and... I hope they win the World Series. Um, they were very, very close last year. Very close. This is, gonna, this is gonna be their year. This yeah. Is gonna be their year. And you gotta be thrilled with the Machado trade because he's one of the better players in the league. What what did you think about that trade? Oh, that was fantastic. He's one of the big stars in Major Baseball. Baltimore, I don't know what what happened to Baltimore. I just they're kind of a They unloaded all their players today. They have all their players. I mean, they have a great manager, and it's just they have just absolutely just been hoarded. Yeah. And just now now they look like they're going to be rebuilding, and um, it's tough for them in Baltimore. And I remember watching uh, the Orioles play when I was growing up, watching Coward and Junior and Eddie Murray, and and um, it was just a treat to see them. And now you see how they are now, and it's pretty sad, but looks like they're going to be rebuilding for the future, and. Um, We'll see what happens with Baltimore. Hope they do. Hope they uh, become successful in a short period of time. Well, you brought up Eddie Murray's name. I did hear that he is back with the organization in some capacity, trying to help rebuild the Orioles team. So I think that's a good look. I think it's. I think it's good when teams bring back their nostalgic players for reasons like this because I think it helps the organizations move in a direction where they need to go. So I'd have to get props to the Orioles for doing that. 
Yeah, I agree. I think it's great to get big names like Eddie Murray back involved. And you, you see that in the baseball or even the other sports where they get like legendary players to be the GMs or be the team president or the head coach or something like that. People, you need a big name. Eddie Murray's a huge name. He actually used to play baseball in Charlotte with Cal Ripken Jr. We had a minor league baseball team here called the Charlotte O's in the early 80s. Oh, and nice. And that's where they got, they got their start here. There's a lot of history of major league baseball in Charlotte. A lot of people don't know about I didn't know about it until I moved here. And it was like, wow, really? Mm-hmm. And we still don't have major league baseball here? Are you serious? But I just, but I just think that's uh, it's funny that, uh, that I'm glad that he's back because uh, we need more legendary players like Andy Murray back in Major League Baseball. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. I just want to read from the uh, chat room. Just, you know, I always like the guests just see, you know, what what the chat room is saying. Um, we got 334 Bama Boy who says those baseball fans in St. Petersburg are awful. The reason Rays baseball never caught fire in Tampa is because of the Yankees, because the Yankees still run the city. It's two stadiums right around the Bucks Stadium. Uh, Jungle Brother would love to see Montreal get an expansion team. Historically, that was the blackest team in baseball. Uh, Mocha is reminding us that um, that they that the Marlins have two World Series championships, and those were the only two times that they made the postseason in their history. Remind you, yeah. But let me. I want to. I want to touch on three three four's comment regarding the Rays because. I read an article about the proposal for a new stadium mm-hmm. in Tampa, uh-huh. and they showed the dimensions and everything. They had, a, you know, they had a plan proposed for a new stadium, and, and it seems to me like baseball is trying to shove a team in Tampa down its throat because, like three three four said, the Yankees come out whenever the Yankees are in town. That place. You know, when St. Petersburg gets filled up, mm-hmm. whenever the Red Sox come to town, that place gets filled up. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me like they're trying to count on that more than actually trying the to get fans, mm-hmm. you know, in and around Tampa. Yeah. So, you know, it, Rick, your, your, your thoughts on that? Because I, I think they're trying to, well, I know they're trying to save the Rays. I, I just yeah. think that they're, they're counting on the fact that the Yankees and the Red Sox are division rivals. And that they come to Tampa nine times a year, and that oh we'll be okay. Let's just throw millions and millions of dollars into this thing, only to probably recoup all of it in like thirty something years, because that's what it's going to take. In my yeah. eyes, what do you think about that? Well, well, that's pretty bad when you're in the World Series and you can't even sell out tickets mm. or to the playoffs. Mm. And you have players like David Price and Carl Crawford go on Twitter and say. This is embarrassing. We're playing in front of 10,000 people and we're in the playoffs. Right, right. That just shows you the frustration. I think Major League Baseball kind of made an error on putting a team in Tampa. Um, if I was Major League Baseball, I would have put the team in Orlando. I would put it right next to Walt Disney World. Uh, Orlando is actually the second largest media market without Major League Baseball. Charlotte's number three mm-hmm. and Sacramento's number one. I think Orlando would have been a, a really great spot for that, especially next to Walt Disney World. We have millions of of tourists coming there every year, and I think that'd be. I think Orlando would have been. I don't know if, if Orlando would have supported it. Um, I don't know if the state of Florida can support Major League Baseball. I, I really don't know, but I would. Have, I think the team should have been in Orlando and not in Tampa. And Miami is just. I think with them. 
they had Jeffrey Loria, and you know he left the bad taste in people's mouths, and now people are mad at Jeter because he traded with all these crazy yeah. players. <laughs> yeah, he and did what Loria so, did, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, I think you just have to get Jeter some time. You know, but um, it's kind of it's kind of a mystery why Florida can't support a major baseball team. I mean, the Miami's attendance is not great at all either. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I would have personally put the team in Orlando and maybe that would have helped. So, yeah. but I think they do want a team in Florida. You know, I think they just see that as a good market. I think they're trying to do everything they can to save their investment. And, you know, well, we'll just see what happens. But, um, absolutely. It's interesting. It's interesting. Absolutely. Well, Chief Rock of Jersey Brown agrees with you, says it's a damn shame. So, uh, before we let you go, man, and we appreciate you, uh, talking to us and you know giving us an update on what's going on um i just wanted you to plug your uh social media mediums and your website one more time for so the uh listeners can uh holler at you sure uh we are we have a website at www.charlottebats.com we have a petition we have song on we have a song on there a theme song a media page everything about charlotte you want to know about north carolina we're also on Twitter at Charlotte Bats Baseball, and then you go to our Facebook page. We're almost at 19,000 likes. It's very exciting. Called Let's Bring MLB to Charlotte. It's got everything on there. It's got my interview I did just yesterday um, from Spectrum News, and I just want to thank everybody out there. They, the fans are fantastic. The people are fantastic, and they're the reason why this thing is growing. Hey, Rick, just one last question before we let you go here. I uh, want to get sure. your thoughts on the new ownership group with the Carolina Panthers, because I remember we had a conversation about that last time you was on. So what, what, do you, what are your thoughts about that? Well, I'm very excited. I think it's time that the Panthers had a change. I don't know much about Mr. Tepper. He seems like a very nice man, a uh, very um, successful man. I think it was, it was a good thing that it happened. You know, unfortunately, it didn't end very well for Mr. Richardson and, um, but I'm excited. We have a um, new ownership and he to be uh, one of the owners of the Steelers and Steelers got yeah. most, most Super Bowls in NFL. I hope you have that mentality. We want to see a Super Bowl championship in Charlotte, North Carolina. We let, we don't have a major professional championship. The only championship we have in North Carolina is a 2006 Carolina Hurricanes when they won the Stanley Cup. I don't know that's all college sports. So, and Charlotte's never had one. Charlotte don't have one. You know, we, don't, we came close to the Panthers, the Hornets. They're, you know, they're getting there. You know, and uh, not only do I want to see Major League Baseball in Charlotte, I want to bring a World Series championship to Charlotte. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Hey, man. We appreciate you, Rick, man. Keep in touch. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Absolutely, all right. You man. do the same, man. Appreciate you. All right, folks, that was Rick Curdy, the founder of the Charlotte Bats movement down in Charlotte. Um, nice to talk to that brother again. Um, Jungle Brothers in the chat room. What up, man? I uh, went to a Rays Yankees game in Tampa in 2003, second worst stadium I've ever been in. Uh, in parentheses, it's got the Georgia Dome number one. Uh, way to take a shot at Falcons fans, Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what up? What's up? What up to uh, Clay, Massa, Jerry, Davis? What up, man? What's up? What's up? Uh, What's going on? T looking flying her at, and her. Uh, I, I'm just seeing. I don't know how long this picture been there, but 
What up to Laffy T? What's up? What up? Um, who else am I missing? Uh, I think that's everybody. That's yeah, the, I think that was everybody. Oh, uh, Big L, what's popping, what man? What up, Big L? What up, man? I, I see you up in there, man. Um, well, since since we you know just got through talking baseball, you know the deadline just passed, and this morning everybody was so certain that your team was gonna trade Bryce Harper someplace. Yeah, and the GM came out and was like, nah. he, "He's not going to do it." Yeah. So, so if you were in his shoes, would you, would you have traded Bryce? Well, and enlighten me because I'm not, you know, I, if baseball is not my strength. <laughs> well, now would they had lost him for nothing next year? If he decides not to come back, then yes, right. You will you will lose Bryce for nothing. He's not coming. It doesn't seem like he's coming back. Yeah, it doesn't seem. It doesn't seem like. They're going to be able to sign him for something. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, what I had traded him, yeah, because it don't seem like he want to be there. Now, obviously, I'm not in the, um, you know, in the office, so I don't know what's, why the, the extension hasn't happened yet. Right. I don't know, um, you know, what, I don't know what the, why. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if there was a chance they could keep him, mm-hmm. what's holding it up? You know what I'm saying? Agent. I can't, and you and you can't be mad because the agent's trying to get his bread, and and he and the agent can get his bread best when his clients hit free agency. Yeah, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. I mean, and, and and if it's that, then fine. You know what I'm saying. Then we we just gotta wait and see what happens. Yeah. But um, you know, you would think that if he wanted to stay there, mm-hmm. and and money wasn't the issue, then he would um, you know, then he would. They would work it out, and that didn't seem to be the case. So I'm only left to go with um, they don't really because they don't they he's not like maybe he want to stay, but he ain't tripping if he leave like that type of thing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's what it seemed yeah. like. Uh, Clutch talk, uh, Maestro. Y'all gonna let Bryce walk for nothing? I hope not, but it, it ain't looking good <laughs> right now. Yeah, I, I'd be lying if I I'd be lying if I said. It looks good. It, it doesn't look good. It does not look, it good, does look good. You know, but um, if it was me, I most certainly would have found a partner to trade with. You know, give me some young players. Get me some pitchers. You know, get yeah. me something that I can, you know, kind of half rebuild. It, yeah. I, I wouldn't call it a because get Bryce Hopper. Yeah. out of out of letting him go or well, trading him. Right. Yeah. Right. And 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 for the Nationals, it wouldn't be a full blown rebuild because you'll still have Scherzer there. You'll still have yeah. some of the other, you know, up and coming guys they just, there. They, yeah, they just need to improve on some things and, right. you know. Like and, keeping Dusty. And, and yeah, like that, <laughs> but <laughs> that way. But Bryce, you know, but Bryce, Bryce gone, um, who, and, and let's be clear, I think he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hey man, just, just room for somebody else to come in and possibly uh, do some things, man. So, Fingers crossed that, uh, well, because the deadline was today at four o'clock. So, yep. yep. So, <laughs> we, I, I think, I think, <laughs> I think he's pretty much done. What's their, um, I know they're 500, but like, how many games back are they from, uh, first place? Um, I don't know. I, I'll be honest. If I be lying to you, I, I ain't looked at baseball for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Time's been real. Uh, well, I the got deadlines. Too slow for me I to, got deadlines. I got yeah. Time. I, I, I. If I'm being honest with you, I I just caught up on power. 
<laughs> oh, shout out to Power. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm not a I don't want to say I'm a, I'm not a Power fan. I just don't have stars. And not that I need stars oh, I, to watch I got it. stars to watch it. So I so I, and then I got it and then didn't keep up on it. But Kendrick Lamar was on the last episode. Yeah, I, I heard um, he, he made a guest he did, appearance. He did on a good there. job, man. That's what's I, up. He did a good job, man. He takes somebody out or nah, 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 nah. He oh. was helping Fifty Cent the whole episode. Oh, but he was he he. Right. They're fifty two and fifty three. So actually, they're under five hundred right now. Okay, but they're five and a, they're five and a half back of first, first place. place. Yeah, and they're four back of the Braves. Mm-hmm. So they got two teams in front of them, and uh, I, I think the Ugh. GM wants to go for it. I mean, that's I mean, you're not trading Bryce, telling me you think you got a shot. Yeah, that's and true. I mean by the numbers, yeah, I mean sixty something games left. And you're only five and a half back. I mean, that's plenty of time to absolutely make up some ground. The, pro- the problem is, is they've been consistent all year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is nothing. If there's something that would give you the idea that they can make a run, is regular season pedigree. Because I mean, that's really what it is. But uh, again, I mean, you, you know my motto: I don't care about the regular season. Right. You I care don't. about trying to get I, in the postseason and win man, a series. Win a damn series. I don't care about this. Sure, sure. The problem is they got to get there. Yeah, and and that's just the truth. They got they got to get they got to get there, and yeah, uh, it's not looking super great right now. And like I said, they got time, but they, they got they got time on their side. It's not looking super great. They got an elite pitcher that can get hot. Yeah, in August and September. And um, I, I think I saw somebody commenting on his batting average, and you know, mm. <laughs> on who's batting average? Uh, Bryce. Oh. Uh, you know, basically, you know, I, I'm sure slumping a little um, bit. Yeah, I mean, a little, no little doubt bit about of slump. it. But you know, let's not act like Bryce Hopper ain't Bryce Hopper because he's not batting well, right? But not batting well this season, right? And, and here's the other hope too: Are we positive about the Phillies? This the first time they've been in this spot in a while. Mm-hmm. Are we positive about the Braves? I'm first not, time yeah. in a while they've Again, been in this situation. And the, they got some good pieces. The only the only hat I have to hang on is the fact that the Nationals are perennial playoff makers. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all I have. That's it. I don't have nothing regular else. Let's season, be clear. Pe- regular season pedigree. I haven't seen anything that makes me feel like, oh, this team is better than it has been. I don't have nothing to go off of, let's just hope mm-hmm. that they make it, and then and once they get in the dance, then right. we'll talk. I, let's be clear, you, you're not going to get in a whole bunch of insight from me um, because I've read this book before. Yep, seen yeah. it all and been through it all. Yeah. Like my man Prodigy would say. Uh, Deacon Dell's in the chat. What up, Deacon Dell? Deacon Dell, you you got to explain. Your Baltimore Orioles just basically having a dumpster fire yeah. this afternoon. They got rid of Jonathan Scope. They basically had a draft in the minor leagues. Pretty much, <laughs> they got rid of Jonathan Scope. They got rid of O'Day. They pretty much, they pretty much blew up the yeah. bullpen. Fourteen players. Yeah. Well, they got fourteen, 14 players, players in I'm sorry, return. Got ri- right, right. They got they, rid of like they got rid six. of part of their core. Yeah. You know, Machado's gone. Scope's gone. Those uh, pitchers in the bullpen. That cat just went to the um to the Yankees. Yeah. Um. Messing up his name. Yeah, um, I, that's why I didn't say it because I didn't remember. Britain, Jack, Britain. Zach Britain, yeah, Zach Britain. Yeah. Brad Brock went and O'Day went. So you know, it, for them, it, they just starting over. I mean, pretty much from scratch. 
And um, I know Dell. I, I don't know how you feel about that, Deacon Dell. I know how I feel as a Yankees fan. <laughs> we yeah, about exactly. to go yeah, after the Red Sox. Yeah. We, we 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 going after the Red Sox. Yeah. So, um, what about these racist tweets from these these Major League Baseball players, man? It seems um, yeah, like this is I, I becoming an epidemic. This, so I, I haven't seen this, so but break it down. Um, Josh Hader um, from last week <laughs> with the Brewers uh-huh. um, had a tweet from seven years ago when he was 17 years old. So he had to apologize, and mm-hmm. then I think the Brewers put some kind of punishment on him. I think they oh, suspended wow. him a game or something like that. And um, this guy for the Cardinals, I'm, I'm messing up his name here, but... He almost he almost pitched a no hitter in a game, ended up blowing it, got the win, and then shortly after somebody pulled up racist tweets from his Twitter account <laughs> shortly after. So so it's like I'm like, is this becoming a epidemic all of a sudden? Like we, we just gonna go back and just troll through re, you know, past hey man, Twitter comments. It's is Troll's favorite thing to do. You know. What what this is what I disagree with though I do I disagree with the fact that the players have to be suspended in some way mm-hmm. you know what I mean because it's like it was it was years ago it has nothing to do with right now right I mean the tweets are terrible let's he should, let's, be, slayed. He should be he should be slayed and you know he should be getting all the all the all the issue that he getting you well, know sure yeah sure all that all of that is warranted sure. get all of that sure but Absolutely. Sus- suspension. Uh, for something he did seven years ago, nah, I, I'm, I'm not going to do that. But, yeah, I, I will hammer him for the comments themselves, for sure. Mm. So, but all of a sudden, this has just become this thing now. We're just looking up, you know, racist tweets. And I, and it's funny because after we left the show last uh, last week, I brought to your attention the girl who does writing for the Ravens. Um, her, I think yeah, her Twitter the, the, is uh, Lindsay OK. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that article from uh, Black Sports Online that was, you know, calling her out basically about, yeah. you know, some racist comments saying that the NFL stood for niggas for life. Yeah. And some other stuff. And she had to change like who she not who she was, but she had to change who she worked for and all that stuff on her front Twitter page. So apparently... I think she's still doing writing for the Ravens. For it's for um, Ravens Wire for USA Today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. But you know, you combine that with the, the Major League Baseball players stuff going on, and it's just like, man, hey, look, we just find we just find stuff to talk about. Look, I don't. Even we can't know. wait for football. <laughs> nah, <laughs> it's, it's you just know, too much stuff. Nah, you know. nah, they gonna find. Nah, I don't, I don't think it's. I think that they love finding old tweets. Mm-hmm. They love trying to find old tweets and and holding. And let's be clear, they should be held accountable. They should be held accountable. Agree, agree. Um, because suspension, no, but, no, but they should, should. But they should be catching. They should, should be catching smoke. Yeah, they should be and asked they should, questions. And they should be coming out saying, "That's who I was seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not that person no more." You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that. And even people scoff at because that. some because some people. Let's be clear. Some mm-hmm. people are still where they were seven years ago. And this is true. You know, but they. But if you're not there seven right. years later then you should you should have the you should be held accountable and you should have the platform to say mm-hmm. nah that's not me no more so right. I mean I ain't mad at it 
it ain't think I don't think nothing about it. It, it, it like it ain't. And even no the and even the Ravens writer, she caught some flack for even saying, you know, this was at a time such and such. I was this age. I was. Not you shouldn't say shit like that. Obviously, yeah. You you should just say, hey, this was wrong. Um, and, and really don't even say you didn't mean it because obviously you put well, it you out might there for a reason. No, no, that's not true. Some people, I, I watch people in comments and Twitter and all that say a whole bunch of shit that they don't really mean. They saying it because all of it, it's a lot of it's a lot of tough mm-hmm. guys. It's a lot of Twitter thing, thug yep. Twitter fingers, Twitter fingers. Yeah, so yep. it's not so much that they mean it or don't mean it. At the end of the day, it's just something that they shouldn't have said, and um, you know. And she should be held accountable for that. That that and that's just that's just it. She should be, but she shouldn't be. She and anybody about, else. It's, she shouldn't be making excuses though. She should just say, "Hey, this is me. This is this is what I said. It was wrong." I think she, I think I'm cool with her responding any way she felt she needed to respond. Long as she know that if she responds incorrectly, she's incorrectly, gonna get more she's spoke. still gonna get yeah. Oh, man, she's I'm still just, gonna get uh, flack for I'm it. I'm for it. I'm for it. Uh, Mocha Bella in the chat says the media not making a big deal about those racist tweets. Um, but if it was a black baseball player using racial treats, you wouldn't hear the last of it. Um, I agree. I agree with that. 100. I, I I totally totally agree with. Problem that. is that we don't make enough racist tweets on Twitter because we scared. Well, well, yeah. I mean that that's the thing, and and quite frankly, and we feel the and we feel some of the same ways about white people that white people feel about black people. We just won't put it in a tweet because we don't want no smoke. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's that's partially true. Keep it a buck, and we not gonna make and we not gonna make excuses about it either. Nah, some niggas make excuses about it. Some yeah. niggas, some niggas pussy. I was seventeen. I was, nah, uh, nah, oh nah. Some I was in my heyday. Nah, <laughs> nah, some people pussy. Some black people still pussy. You know, no, don't get don't don't get that misconstrued. I don't think that's a black or white thing. Mm-hmm. Some people still pussy. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. We know who got a new contract though. Uh, yes, Stephon indeed. Diggs, yes indeed, getting a five year extension with the Vikings, much deserved. Forty million guaranteed, seventy two million, I think, is that. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. I, I, I didn't even hear the terms. Yet. I think that's the terms: five years, seventy two, forty million guaranteed. Okay, yeah. okay, much much deserved. Much deserved. I mean, I don't even have to point out. You know the play to win the game against the Saints. I don't even Which, have to point that out. Let's be clear: if yeah. if, if, <laughs> if we are if we're to go with the theory that he got paid, and obviously this is not, this is not the truth. This is but not if the we truth. were to go with it's the theory, not. if he got paid <laughs> off of that play, that is the easiest play to ever be paid off, maybe in NFL history. Yes, sir. Yeah. Shout out to Marcus Williams. Mm-hmm. And well, I thought it was um, Lattimore. Nah, it was that missed the play. It was Williams. Oh, he was in the vicinity. Yeah, but, but it was Williams that missed the tackle. Oh, right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of injuries in training camp. Well, I want to say a lot. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was because when I saw that in the notes, I was, I was like, I was frantic. Like I know Ramon Foster, Foster Ramon is Foster. out for four, four to five weeks in. Right. Um, Don't look as Armstead. bad as what they thought yeah. originally. Armstead, I think Armstead caught an injury. Or Eric Armstead. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was all that. Now that's to do with the. Panthers? Is or? he with the Panthers now? I want. I thought he was with the Giants now. Okay, I'm not 100 percent sure. I just remember because I know somebody with the, um, the offensive lineman for the Panthers went down. Okay. with an injury, um, and somebody else. Oh, the Chargers lost um, Verrett for the season. The cornerback. Okay, cornerback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize this, but he missed all of last year, and then he missed like. Ten games the previous season, mm-hmm. so he's had, he's had some inj- yeah. injury issues. Yeah. 
And that's a lot for for a cornerback. Yeah, that's a, a lot. Yeah, he's a good corner to go through. When he's played, he's he's when he's, he's played, he's, he's been he's, good. Yeah. He's been good, but that that's unfortunate, you know, for the Chargers that's trying to make a rebound this year. Um, I, that was the biggest one mm-hmm. of, of the bunch there. Um, and then the one, the one with the Ravens is not as known. But Kenneth Dixon, who was the running back okay. a couple of years ago, that's some Ravens fan shit. Well, how are we mentioning Kenneth Dixon? Because I'm a Ravens fan. That, I just said that's exactly what I just said. That's some Ravens man shit. Nobody gives a fuck about no Anybody gives a damn about the Panthers offensive lineman? <laughs> I think that no. if it's if it's Eric Armstead, like I'm thinking it is, if if that's he, he's a, a much higher profile player than Kenneth Dixon. Well, sure. I'm not. Oh, I'm not debating oh, right. that. I'm not debating that. <laughs> like that's the least. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying that the dude. <laughs> Is injury prone and with the little flash that he's shown. I see you digging there. Kim Dixon ain't shit. With the with the with the little flash that he's shown. (laughs) (laughs) You know, with the little flash he's shown carrying four or five sealers on his back toward the end of that year. Oh man, it was like, all right, you know, he's our back of the future. Da da da. I know. And then and then he gets popped for PD. No, he got he got hurt. Last offseason, then he got popped for PEDs. He, he got future, right? And so, no, he ain't the future now. He was, though. But he was, gotcha. you know, after the previous season. I gotcha. And, you know, all that stuff happened. And now he hurt his hamstring again this offseason. And he's, I'm, from what I'm hearing, he's pretty close to not making a team. If, like, all his injury stuff continues. <laughs> Yeah, a few, yeah, former future running back. Right? It's a former, yeah, he's a former future gotcha, running back. Yeah, shout out to the Ravens fans. Fuck they, y'all. but they respectfully. Look, Kenneth, the one, the one memory I'll have of him is carrying four or five Steelers on his back. I don't remember that. I'm sure you don't. No, you know, I real, no, in real life, I don't remember that. Okay. What did it happen? What do you remember? What game? The Christmas game, uh, years ago. Oh, <laughs> that's the game you want to bring up. <laughs> I just said that's the the, the Christmas you mean, game. You, the game when when, yeah, when the, the the immaculate extension. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, all right. but yeah. You, of course, I remember. You want to pick out the low light though? I got you. I feel you. Right. Hey, I'm. I feel we, you, bro. We, we talking about I Kenneth Dixon. You, I'm not talking about God the Ravens. I'm talking bless. about him. Hey, Kenneth Dixon, get healthy, man. Yeah. Get healthy and make the roster. Well, I want you to make the Al- roster. Alex Collins is the dude. He's he's the number one back. Fumble machine. So. Got you. Um, uh, how about Johnny Manziel starting out in Canada on Friday? He got traded to some other team who um, apparently needed uh, needed a quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. And now he's starting. So what Cause happened he, there? Cause he didn't get not near a start with the first team he was on. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So what? So he he went to this team and he well he's the backup, and then they played a game that he got no burn in, and then he got traded after that. Is that what happened? That's what I understand. All I know, because I didn't even know nothing about it until I saw it before we got on the air. But um, I just saw that he, basically he was starting Friday. He got traded to, uh, I want to say, Alouette. I think is what I remember. The Alouettes. Whatever that is. Um, yeah. I don't watch CFL. Well, the Argonauts. The Toronto Argonauts. I think that's who he was with, though, the Argonauts. And he uh, got traded to, to Alouette, I think. Don't, oh, okay. don't quote me on that, but mm-hmm. um, I don't even know where CFL is being televised, so don't count on me watching this. NFL Network, okay. On some occasions, okay, well, they'll they'll air those games. Well, don't count on me watching it. Yeah, I, I see. Uh, if he ball out, I'll go back and watch the highlights. 
I the one thing I hate about it, and obviously because we watch, you know, American North American, you know, USA football, is that they only get two downs in uh, the CFL. Oh, don't worry, I, I don't have no intention of watching. So that that's the only thing. Like I, I I watched one game like a few years ago, and it was just like really like these guys don't even get opportunities to move the ball down the field. You get two downs. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. You got a punt on third down. What kind of savages are you? You got you only get two downs. You only get two downs. What kind of savage football is that? Third down, either you go for it or you punt. What kind of savage shit is that? You don't get no opportunities. That's what, uh, I, that's what I don't like about the season. Uh, Clutch Talk Sports Radio says he was with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, didn't play in the regular season, then was traded to Montreal out of wets, and he's playing with former Texas A&M head coach Mike Sherman. All right. Well, God bless Mike wasn't Sherman the, for being the Wasn't that the right Packers place. coach a while ago? Mike Sherman? Was that the same guy a while ago? Yeah, when Brett, when Favre was still there. When when he the um yeah. when he the coach before McCarthy got there his name's not familiar yeah it does actually yeah um what something I had on here it was one more f- football related oh Khalil Mack you, yeah I, I saw basically, basically basically as far as I know he's he's sitting out good <laughs> yeah good get your money. Yeah, and I I don't know how much I buy into the John Gruden's not talking to Khalil Mack and you know back and forth. I, I don't know how much I buy into that. I I just think you just need to get the guy signed. Yeah, you better get him signed. He's man. one of the best players on that team. He's no, he's I, the best player I'm, I'm, on that I'm defense. I'm thinking is there anybody better than him on that team? He's he's the best I think player. He's the best player on the team. You, you think he's the I'm best on the team? It's possible. Yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 really it's up for debate yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, Marshawn sure. Lynch, Derek Carr. No, Marshawn Lynch is uh, yeah. he, he ain't what he used to be. Yeah. Derek Carr still got to prove himself right. in my eyes. Well, I ever see Amari Cooper? No. Nah, he, yeah. he had think, some issues last Cleo year. Max the best player on that team in my mind. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. I agree. Did they trade the um the black punter? Yeah. They did, right? They did trade him. Yeah, um, yeah. Cause he I, is with... Because I, yeah. I remember that ninja being upset about that. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah they, they, they definitely traded him, though, yeah. Oh. I can't remember who he went to though. Oh, okay, okay. Um, oh, this is what I want to talk about with uh, the Hall of Fame enshrinement coming up. Mm-hmm. On, uh, I think it's Friday. Um, Hall of Fame game is Thursday, yeah. which is kind of different. Don't worry, I'm not watching. I'm watching the Hall of Fame game. I'm not watching the the induction. The induction. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. If you were to sure watch the uh, the speeches, mm-hmm. which one would you look forward to? Remind me of who's being enshrined. T.O. There you go. T.O. Which that's going to be speech. at his. That's whose speech I want to see. Fair. And um, I don't care nothing about nothing about else. Fair. Respect to Ray Lewis and Randy Moss. And Ray Lewis, and, Randy Moss, um, Brian Urlacher, yeah, Brian Dawkins, mm-hmm. and somebody else. The um, the um, whoever. I, I, yeah, but yeah, all of them. Nah, mm-hmm. T.O. I want to see T.O.'s speech. Is it going to be televised? Uh, who, the, the, the ceremony? Yeah. It normally is. Now, remember, T.O.'s not going to the... Oh, you're camp. talking about what T.O.'s... T.O.'s, yeah. Remember, would, he's not going to... I would think that if it, even if it's not an NFL-sanctioned taping... It won't, he, which it won't be. He would... He would um, <laughs> which it won't he be. He would put something together for it to happen. Even yeah. if it's on Facebook or Twitter or something, you know who I'm going to do. If it. I'm T.O., I watch a, that. A LeBron, 
I like what you're doing with Uninterrupted. What's up, man? Man. Get some cameras down hide, here. Somebody need to hire me for television programming ideas because I would have been on that. Get, get I would have been on that. <laughs> can, can you, can Uninterrupted and the new, hook up? If I was working for Uninterrupted, the second they said they not going to see T.O., I'd have been like, hey. Let's, let's hop on that thing. Let's, let's, make, let's make it happen. They, it's not going to cost no whole bunch of money. Sound like a union match made in heaven. It's not going to cost real. a whole bunch of money to tape it in, in front of a high school, you yep. know, because where he having it at. Mm-hmm. Man, I ain't going to cost no whole bunch of money for no little quick, you know, 15-minute speech. Do uh, It's not going to be 15 minutes. You could do, you know, 25 minutes talking about how great he was and showing highlights and then let him do a speech right. and get about it, man. Right, right. Easy, easy, easy viewership. And we all watching it because we mad at the NFL for how they treating them. Absolutely. Easy viewership. Come on. Come on. Somebody give me a damn job. And the ratings will be yeah, out of this world. Yeah, that's what I'm world. saying. Somebody give me a damn job. It'll be out of this world. I want to see. But if I were to watch it, I would love to see Randy Moss give a shout out to T.O. Mm-hmm. in his speech. Yeah, that would be fly. I would appreciate that, Randy, if you're listening. That, that'd be fly to do that. Um, I know I'm a Ravens fan, and I know... You know, I got to have some loyalty. One of my players is going to the Hall of Fame. I am not looking forward to Ray Lewis' speech because it's going to be two hours. And he's going to have knee pads on. He's going to have the Bible out, which I'm a a fan of the Bible, but I I know he's going to have the Bible out. I'm not a fan of him. He's going to have his robe on. He's going to have his church robe on, and he's going to start preaching and stuff. And I'm just not a fan. I'm not with that. I'm not I, I'm not with him going in there and sucking off the entire NFL. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not for it. I don't want to see it. Um, I'm not I'm not looking forward to it. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, that's, that's the greatest player in the franchise, but the stuff that he's been doing the last few years during his retirement, just it just doesn't. I'm like I I know what to expect, you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not with it this yeah. year. No, I'm not but with it. Um, aside from that, I do want to hear Brian Dawkins speak. Why? I I, I do want to hear him speak because anything in particular you want him to say. Um. Well, in interviews, if, you know, from past Eagles games that I've watched, he he speaks very you know intelligently. Um, I remember he was a leader of that defense. Um, a few years ago, when uh, Jim Johnson was coordinating that defense, you, you remember Jim Johnson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, he to me he just seems like a guy that once he talks, your your attention is on him like right away. Yeah, he he just seems like that guy, like like it's like it's so genuine. I, I I'm looking forward to Brian Dawkins, and you know I know Randy Moss is gonna be dope. Um, is he? See, I don't. He, I, 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 getting, I, I, I don't get dope from these people's these people. I can't remember a speech that I saw that I was like, "Yeah, that was flames." Mm, did do you remember Shannon Sharp's speech? No. Did he bring out a black and mild? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> he didn't bring out black and mild. Well, that was before he was on the miles and the yak. <laughs> that was long yeah. before that. <laughs> But nah, he um nah he he paid homage to his brother Sterling Sharp because mm-hmm. he he said on stage that you know Sterling Sharp had some Hall of Fame years you know when he was playing and because of injuries you know he never got to you know fulfill his entitled NFL career so he gave his brother a shout out while he was I think um Sterling was sitting on the stage 
at the time, and you know, Sterling Sharp couldn't help but shed a tear after you know that comment. Yeah. So I, I thought that was you know, I thought that was pretty dope to you know give your brother who played just as you know well as anybody in the league, you know, that kind of shout out. Mm-hmm. You know, because nobody nobody thinks of Sterling Sharp as a Hall of Famer. But those Green Bay years, oh, yeah, he was solid. He he was solid. Yeah, he, he, was he, was, solid. he was a really good sure. player for them. So, uh, hey man, uh, sad note, <laughs> and I, I, it just dawned on me because I seen it just it just ran across my mind. Cause I seen somebody talking about the Big Three. Uh huh. Um, did you um did you know that I didn't know this? Charles Oakley is apparently coaching in the Big Three. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I saw a video of him uh, yelling at Cursing uh, out Metal World Peace. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to the to Charles Oakley. Yeah. I, I did not know that. I, yes. I, I I definitely like the big three a little bit more. Not that I didn't like the big three. I just mm-hmm. they don't. You know. Yeah, I don't watch I a whole bunch of TV, and you know, like I watched a game the other night. Um, it was his team against, I think, Doctor J's team, mm-hmm. and I think this is a time of season where they, you know, going for playoffs yeah. and all that stuff. So. Um, so yeah, shout out to the big three, man. And, and shout out to Metal World Peace. Great interview by Nori in EFN on, uh, Drink Champs. Uh, you know what? I haven't been following Drink Champs lately. Yeah, I kind of gotten back into it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the reason I got back into it was because of, uh, Faith Evans' comments about eating Biggie salad, tossing Biggie salad. Oh, shit. You, you ain't hear about that? Nah, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, dude. Um... Yeah, so it, it it was like stories that was coming out that she said that on the show. Mm-hmm. So I was I was actually waiting for the video to come out. I didn't get to see the video, but I listened to the audio. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean she's damn she, Gary Payton coaching too. Gary Payton coaches. Oh man, I might have to. I might have to. Uh... Um, yeah, Doctor J. Somebody, somebody else. I'm in there coaches. I can't remember who. As far as players, though, I tell you what. Shout out to Ice Cube. <laughs> Yeah, Ice Cube getting that yeah, money. Yeah, he, he, he doing Commissioner. some. Commissioner. Commissioner Yeah, he doing some. Yeah, that's some, that's solid. I like that, man. And you know who's playing in the league? Um, I didn't realize Big Baby Davis was there. Ah, oh, uh, yeah. Is he? I mean, I don't really like it. Don't nobody want him uh, in the NBA. Yeah, but, uh, yeah well, yeah. that's clear. I mean, that's don't, clear. Don't nobody want him. I'm just sitting here thinking, do it. I don't really... I don't I don't know how his game would translate in three and three three on three basketball. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, good point. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen him, so I ain't gonna say he's sorry. I was just saying I don't know how. It, how but it but keep in mind, all these guys' skills are you know diminished from what they were when yeah, they were younger. But, obviously, obviously. But I mean, even if he was in his prime, I don't know how his game translates into his individual game. I don't know how that translates into three on three basketball. Nate Robinson's there. Yeah, I know Nate also. Robinson's there. I know that, and he he balls anywhere. So oh I, yeah, yeah, he good. Yeah, he he might be the best big three player out yeah, there. Yeah, he he balls anywhere. Like he he got that kind of game that you could take park league. You know that you can go anywhere. And you Chris Jackson. I heard that um, Raouf got into some. He playing. He got into something with Nate Robinson. Oh yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see Man, that. Maybe I need to start watching. Uh, Watching the uh, the big three more often. Playoffs coming up, real yeah. Soon, maybe I need to get into that, man. They only play like seven or eight regular season games. Oh yeah, you know which makes sense. I mean, you got guys in their fifties trying to ball. So hey, man, if they can still ball, shit. You know, 
Yeah, but you ain't trying to. You know, that's what happened the, the first year, last year when they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when Iverson was on a team and he got injured, and it was like, yo, you you can't come back for the rest <laughs> of the year. So, um, so I I don't know if Iverson is doing it this year or not. I haven't heard anything. I I, I would think that that would be something we would hear if he came back and said, I'm gonna, you know, try to play again, but. Obviously, that's not the case yeah. with him. Yeah. So, but uh, shout out to Commissioner Cube. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm gonna call him that from now on. I'm that Commissioner but, Cube. But respectfully, we probably should. But I'm not gonna remember to call him. We that. We, we definitely need to do that. Yeah. Um. What do you think about Shaq's comments? I don't know Shaq's comments regarding saying Kobe wants to come back. Come back where? <laughs> the play for the Lakers. Right. <laughs> he cool with coming off the bench. Uh. Is he cool with coming off the bench? You know he's not. <laughs> you know what's wild though? <laughs> no one in LA. They let him come. They let him start. And you know what's wild? They'll let Phil Jackson in some capacity come back. Mm. I hope not. I hope all these things. I hope all these things. Because you know yeah. Stephen A. been throwing that out there. What about Phil Jackson possibly oh, yeah, returning well, yeah, to some capacity? Yeah, with all, yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess. But I tell you what, though, man. Um... Let Kobe go to the big three. Yeah, that now nah, that'll, that'll boost be, the ratings, man. Listen, that'll boost ratings. Do that, for sure. Do that, man. Don't don't go back to the NBA, man. Let let <laughs> let LeBron have his let LeBron have his time, man. Damn, yeah. yeah. Let him have his time, man. Don't 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 do that, man. Yeah, that's true. I mean, even even uh, even Magic had to let Kareem. Yeah, let him, know, man. man come have on. his time. Or should I say the other way around? The other way around, because yeah. Green was there before yeah. Magic got drafted. But there, so. yeah, man, that, 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 go play, go, 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 give Cube some ratings, man. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Help a help a brother yeah, out. Come on, man, don't don't do that to LeBron. Help a black entrepreneur out. Yeah, don't do that to LeBron, man. LeBron just opened up the school, man. Don't don't do that to my man, <laughs> LeBron, bro. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Tristan and Draymond finally got that smoking, man. They they is this a, is this a fact? Well. Let me let me let me read some tweets here. I, I I gotta I gotta find it here. I'm not even prepared to read these things out. So I guess this dude is from uh, Fox Sports One. Mm-hmm. His name is Jason McIntyre, and uh, apparently he was at the ESPYS um, the night that this allegedly happened. Mm-hmm. So this was his tweet. There's two tweets here. He says. Draymond went up to apologize to Tristan for what happened after Game 4 of the Finals. I guess it was Game 4. Mm-hmm. thought it was Game 2. Tristan Thompson said, nah, man. And Draymond tried again. Come on, I didn't mean it. And then, whap, Tristan leveled him with a punch. Oh, shit. Draymond didn't go down. And then a second tweet, second half of the tweet, says Draymond Green was not the aggressor. He was trying to make peace. Tristan felt embarrassed by the end of the Finals this moment and just unloaded couple of players I spoke here to about in L.A. and on social media went with it was about time. I uh, guess about saying time, about time yeah. that they shot the fair one. But they didn't shoot the fair one. Tristan Thompson jumped. I mean, it sounds like from what you're saying that he just According swung to on. this, yeah. He swung, he swung on. According to this, but, I mean, we don't know the extent of, well, you know, you how know how much more it escalated to. Well, but you know what? i tell you what, man. Apparently, um, Braun and KD had to break it up, apparently. I got a I got a problem I got a problem with um with Tristan Thompson acting like that. That's a you on the court. Hey, look, man, you on the court, and what happened on the court should stay on the court. 
if the dude came and was trying to apologize, it's one thing to be like, nah, man, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's a whole nother thing to try to fight the dude that ain't came to fight. <coughs> yeah, That's right. a whole nother like, nah, I don't, res- I don't respect that. Right, right. I don't respect that. Bro. Uh, shout out to uh, that's some Canada shit. I don't respect that. Shout out to Clutch Talk Sports Radio, Kevin Gray. He says Robert Little, and shout out to Robert Little. I know he's from uh, Black Sports Online. Says he was all over that story first. Shout out to him. So yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, I, I got a problem there. If, if if he if Draymond went over there trying to make peace, mm-hmm. don't don't swing on man that ain't trying to fight. Like, come on, bro. Like that. Nah, I don't. I, don't. I hate the setting that it happened. But... No, I hate that it happened. Period. Because if the dude wasn't trying to fight, and he came to you, you go to a man with your hand extended, thinking you're trying to make peace. It's a whole, and you swing on him like you swung on him. Well, nah, you, you, got, you got you got to fight back. Nah, I, mean, I, I hope that's what he did. Yeah, but even if he did fight back, nah, Slim. But that, nah. Well, when I, when I first heard this, when I heard this break out, I thought immediately about the skirmish in Game Four, mm-hmm. where Tristan was in his face. He he mushed him. Yeah, and then Tristan was like, "This was like, yo, like we can <laughs> go back to the locker room. We can handle this." And I and I and I think. Tristan was like, yo, like, it's some unfinished business. So, felt like, yo, next time I see you in the summer, I don't care where it's at. We, we, well, we then, do this. Well, then Draymond shouldn't approach you. You should approach him now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's a real... It, I, I'm sorry, bro. See, I don't... But, but who saw who first? It, it appears that Draymond, Draymond saw him first. Right. And that shouldn't happen. No, no. It appears that Draymond walked up to him and, and, and spoke. That don't mean that Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson knew Draymond Green was there. Come on, like, come on, yeah. Like, if it's on site, knew as in that like he was going like he to saw be him there. there. Like that, he saw his face. If it's on site, like you don't. Nah, I. I mean, I get, obviously we don't know the exact details. So let's we, let's we, we, we don't obviously we just, we speculate. Yeah, but let's be clear, and it's just me. If I if I tell you what's on site. I don't know if it's divine intervention. I'm going to see you. You ain't going to just pop up on me. And then the other thing is that it's the ESPYs. Mm-hmm. We, know the, we know the Warriors just won the finals. It's a very good chance. That they're going to be accepting an award. So I'm looking for you. Because sure. I told you on the court sure. that it was on site. Sure. Sure. So nah, I don't. So, mean, nah, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, nah, I'm not. That's some OVO shit. I, I, don't, I, I don't doubt that theory, but. I mean, that's just how I feel about it. Maybe this is operated... Di- I mean, clearly, it seems to be operated differently in Tristan Thompson's head. But if you tell... Me, if I tell you what's on site, mm-hmm. and I know, or at least I got a good hint that you want to be somewhere that I'm going to be at, right. then it's on site. I'm looking for you. Yeah. I'm, so, not, so, yeah, I'm not sitting there enjoying... So, I'm not sitting there enjoying the award show, right. and then all of a sudden, oh, there you go. No, I'm looking for you. Right, right. And it wasn't... At the awards, it was at the after party to the awards. I'm looking at you before. I'm looking for you before the awards. Sure. Outside in the parking lot, Nipsey Hustle style. So I guess to put this in, you know, put this in the bud, Tristan basically wasn't really looking for him. I don't think. I, I think that Tristan Thompson, if if all if all this story is the way it happened, mm-hmm. I don't I don't respect that move. I ain't gonna call him no names. I don't know that man. He probably bust my ass. Probably. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. The moment maybe. I saw, the moment I saw it, maybe. I'm like, I'm, I'm here for nah, it. Nah, bro. Because <laughs> if it's on site 
he shouldn't have found you trying to make peace. All you could have should have been like is, nah, nigga, I told you it was on site. We ain't cool. Don't come at me trying to piece it up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's not like he walked up, the Draymond walked up like, what's up, what's up? And, you know, tried to, you know, try to thump on him. Nah. Right. He was like, nah, man, nah, I don't respect that. <laughs> I'm, hey, man, did I tell you it was on site? What's up? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'd have been looking for him. I'd have been looking for him. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have been there for nothing else, <laughs> but on site. But on site, yeah. Well, again, the the moment this news broke, I thought about the skirmish on the floor in Game Four and Tristan pointing toward the locker room, saying, "Hey, you know." On and site. let's be clear, on site mean on site. Y'all in the same building. Yeah. Yeah. Carmelo, I mean, who, who, was it Kevin Garnett that said something to Carmelo or Carmelo that said something to Kevin Garnett? Carmelo was waiting outside oh, for Kevin about Garnett. The honey, oh, you yeah. talking about Honey Nut Cheerios? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was outside yeah, waiting Mello, for... Yeah, was waiting for was waiting. KG. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's on site. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. yeah. So Tristan, all right, so Tristan punked out in a, in a it, sense. It, it, ain't, it ain't on site. I don't, I don't, in, I don't think he punked out. I just think that he what he was emotional. It wasn't on site. Mm. <laughs> so don't act, don't be pointing nowhere because it ain't on site. Right, right. That's crazy. And if I'm, it was in game, oh, it was in game four, so they got swept that game. So I got, guess they yeah. got, yeah. But I, I, for some reason, I just had the vision of it being at the Warriors arena for some reason. That's why I thought it was game two that they had that. It wasn't on site, so don't act like all of a sudden when he trying to be peaceful that it's still on site. Mm-hmm. No, nigga, it wasn't on site. Yeah, nah, hey, I mean, some, some cats might call him a G for that, but... Nah, not me. You know. Not me. You know. Not I. Uh, Mikey Garcia, um, I, I didn't realize it was a fight made a mistake. last week, but Mikey Garcia <laughs> made a mistake Made a mistake calling out Errol Spence Jr., <laughs> but he did beat Robert Easter Jr., so got to give him sorry. some credit for that. All right, well, shout out to you for beating Robert Easter Jr. And then Sizing calling him. out Errol Spence. Yeah, you made a mistake. You better I, go, I, I, He got to be a G for it, though. You better, he made a mistake, but he a G at least. No, nah, that would make you a G. That's just called, this just mean you're trying, to get a big, you're trying to get a good fight, a big money fight. Yeah, he a G for calling him out. If you want, I mean... Either, either you're going to call the dude out or you're not. And he called the dude out, so hey, now let's, let's well, get let's it be, over. All right, well, let's be clear. He getting the brakes beat off his ass. Uh, Errol Spence beating the brakes I, off of him. Yeah. You yeah. heard it here. I, Anybody who may disagree, he's getting the brakes beat and, off and, of him. If Errol Spence takes this fight, which he might take this fight because don't seem like nobody really want to fight him in welterweight right now. Right. Let me see if he did, though, accept it. Well, because I, 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 I mean, acceptance. I mean, nothing's in ink. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm saying like Errol Spence came out and was Errol like, Spence "Yeah, fight anybody." I, he know. I accept that challenge. He like, knows no he'll pretty, he got a pretty good shot at crushing anybody in welterweight right now. Mm-hmm. Only um, person that's going to be a good fight, in my opinion, that's going to be a a legendary fight. Right, right. Uh, is going to be when he fight Bud Crawford. Interesting tweet from uh, at Raging Babe. Serious question. What does fighting Mikey Garcia do for Errol Spence? He wants to be undisputed at 147. If he beats Garcia, people will say he was supposed to be the lightweight. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was. But, I mean, if ain't nobody else trying to fight you, like he, uh, Bama's that he's trying to fight, they can't. They haven't been able to make that work yet. So, in the meantime, in between time, you got to take fights. Yep, yep. And, and Errol- Mikey Garcia, and let's be clear, mm-hmm. Mikey Garcia is a good fighter. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He moved mm-hmm. up, you know, because I, I, you know, he moved up. Right. But look, he he's still a good fighter. Right. But right. he don't want Spence, though. RC says Mikey Garcia needs to stay at lightweight. He's a great fighter, but Spence is on another yeah. level. Yeah. And yes, it's been confirmed. Errol Spence accepted the fight. Now, obviously, they got to go through other yeah, things. Yeah, which means it probably won't happen for another six months. December. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm seeing yeah. December yeah. as the target time to do yeah. that. So, um, interesting. Um, Interesting tweet. It's funny. We got these tweets and stuff. I, I took a picture of this one. And um, this will be the last uh, topic before we get up on out of here. Um, this is from, and most people in the chat not going to like this. This is from ESPN Stats and Info. Andrew Luck is one of six quarterbacks in <laughs> NFL history to have at least 30 wins in his first three career seasons. Yeah, I don't care about that. Um. Do we know the other five? No, I don't. I, I think, guess I could guess if I, I really think I know. To. I think I know four of the five. My brain is melted from the extreme weather that we are forced to record in. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean you were tired coming in here? I woke up, but now I'm, I'm sweating and I'm hot. <laughs> it's extremely hot. I don't know if y'all know, but in Trey's man cave, it's hot as fuck. It's hot. It's, it's, it's hell It's burning up It's literally me. hell It's no place for us Can't even, I got no I, I got a, I got two vents In the man cave And it just doesn't Push out enough air Through here It's enough it's we, no we got place. central air And for some reason When you live in a Cape Cod And you're upstairs It's it's the hottest You know this Place no in the house place For an overweight person Like myself it, it, It's just it, It's terrible But who are the four it makes In you, your mind um, the fourth for me is Joe Flacco, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, and I and I can't think of the fifth guy. What was the stat again? One of six quarterbacks in NFL history to have at least thirty wins in his first three career seasons. Career seasons. So the Steelers. So Roethlisberger's yeah, yeah. rookie year was yeah, fifteen yeah. wins, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then eleven wins the next year, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's twenty six. Yeah. And then I know he missed some games the following year I'm, after I'm, the motorcycle I'm, accident. We, we we're, we're very clear that he that he's won. I mean that's a logical assumption. Oh okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not disagreeing. They went not yet. Everybody you said I 100 percent agree with you. Uh huh. Because I think not because they, they yeah because they won nine games after that first three years. Uh, Clay Davis says that Tom Brady is on that list. He so he must would, so he, he would so be. he must he must yeah. be the fifth guy there. Yeah. Okay. He probably would be. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. That makes sense. And then the other, what did I say? Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, and then Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So good okay. job, good job, man. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it. I was like, uh, Fame Up and Prospect says Dalton, Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton. First three years, eleven plus nine is twenty. Plus ten is thirty. Hmm. Hey, man. Hmm. So maybe so somebody's not on this list maybe, that we think it, could, it is. Maybe, maybe Ben. Maybe because of the injuries. Because of the injuries, yeah. I know he missed some time that maybe. season. Maybe. Uh, never mind. Brady didn't finish his first season. Brady didn't play his first season. Okay. Uh, I'm. I would assume that 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 stat is based on starts. I would assume that it starts. It starts. I would assume that. So, so yeah. When, yeah. So, yeah. When he got to the Patriots, he didn't start week one. Yeah. We, what what game? He he's saying he didn't play at all his first season. That's what I'm saying. He didn't start week one. Okay. Like he might have came in like 
middle of the middle of the year, he's, something like that. Right. I don't think he played or may, at or all. Maybe, or no, I mean, maybe he was he was the alleged backup. So and he got Bled, zero and wins. When Bled, and then when Bledsoe went down, but I thought Bledsoe went down like game sixteen or something like that. Mm. I don't remember. Don't don't don't. I, but I, I thought he went down like late in the season. Maybe even the, the first Super Bowl year was the first we ever saw Tom Brady, right? On the, like right. actually, so maybe Clay Davis because he got drafted in ninety nine. I thought Tom 2000. Brady two thousand two thousand. So he didn't play that first. He didn't year. play at all that year. I'm thinking the the year they won the first bowl was when we first saw Tom Brady. Right, because he didn't play his first year. Right. So So that first year don't that first year is zero losses. So okay, so they could be counting that then. Yeah, you have to. It's a, okay. it's, a, it's a year he was in the league. Okay. Yeah. I, I I guess. I I guess yeah. according according to this stat, uh, yeah, it would it would make sense. Yeah. It would definitely make sense. Um, I, I just got one more shout out to make. Um, we were talking about black excellence earlier with LeBron James, and uh, I want to give a shout out to um, X Squad affiliate Tyler Butler, who hosts the Enough with the BS podcast mm-hmm. um, on a regular on Spreaker dot com. Um, he finally put his website up, which is um, I think it's MySportsCulture dot com. And um, I had a chance to look at it, and it's you know it's pretty cool. He's got blogs up, and he's got pages to where you can go for like you know baseball standings, football, basketball, you know, and all that good stuff. And so you know he he hooked the website up. Um, obviously, he's trying to you know step his game up to where he's you know you know kind of similar to us, you know, trying to you know get some you know content you know started up, creating a platform and things like that. So I just want to shout out. Uh, Tyler Butler, you know, for doing that uh, is an ex-squad affiliate, so we should definitely, you know, give him praise for that. What's the website again? Uh, the website is mysportsculture.com. That's what's up. Um, anybody in the chat room, please, uh, you know, verify that with me. I don't want to get uh, stuff like that wrong, you know, especially, you know, we're trying to promote, uh, you know, some positive things out there, so... Uh, just want to shout out everybody in the chat room tonight. Uh, appreciate you listening. Um, everybody that's out there that wasn't in the chat, we appreciate you as well. Uh, got to shout out the homie Rick Hurdy from uh, the Charlotte Bats movement for coming on with us. Yes, sir. Uh, we appreciate him and also uh, folks that follow us on our social media websites. And don't forget about that, folks. Uh, check us out on the Facebook page, on the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also on Twitter at Barbershop S P O R two, and then we got the WordPress. Not WordPress. What am I thinking about? We got a blog. A long time ago. We, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have a blog, but the blog is on our website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Make sure y'all check that out. And it's been a while, so I gotta get to writing something up really yeah, soon. All of us, or both of us. Um, we got we have a video page which we upload videos from the podcast. You can check those out there as well. Also, check us out on YouTube. Those same videos are there. Subscribe to our YouTube page. We need fans. We need fans, folks. Please uh, <laughs> stop begging. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm just keeping it gully, man. Hey, man. But, um, yeah, check. You know, make sure you all check us out on those social media platforms. And also, if you got any questions or comments, if you want to be on the show, just hit us up on the email. It's barbershop sports talk one at gmail.com. So, 
Um, uh, thank you, Miss Mocha, for uh, verifying the website. It's mysportsculture.com. So appreciate that. All right, y'all. Uh, that's it for the show. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier yes, signing off. Y'all have a good week. We'll be back next week. Peace. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. Maestro Styles. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air.